You are listening to the e-commerce marketing school presented by Privy and Triple Whale. I'm your host, Val Geisler. Connie Sen, thank you for joining us on e-commerce marketing school. Hey Val, excited to be here. Uh, I am so excited to get to talk to you. I have known you online for a little while now, and uh, I've always known you as like an email and SMS expert. And I have seen you really leaning into the SMS side of things. Uh, and I mean, your email is definitely like still a foundational piece. But I, I, the reason I wanted you to come and be our guest professor today is because of the SMS element that I think you, your approach is uh, so smart and strategic and there is, I mean, we're going to, this, these episodes aren't long enough to learn everything we possibly could from you. Um, but I would love to, uh, take this opportunity to dive into a couple of strategies around SMS. Yeah, that sounds good. Thanks for having me. Okay. Okay, cool. So for our listeners, if you have an SMS program, um, we are going to talk about what you can do, but we're also going to talk to our listeners who don't have an SMS program uh, yet today. So if you already have an SMS program, you might learn something from this first part. So hang on with us because we're going to get to you where uh, Connie will, I'm going to ask her for some strategies for you folks who already have that SMS program in place. But I do want to start with our operators who are listening who are just overwhelmed by the idea of implementing SMS into an existing strategy. You know, they've probably like, I just got email like nailed, you know, I've just, just started sending regular campaigns outside of my flows. I built my flows. Like that's all it's operating. It's good. And I've got a million other things to think about. Why, why do I need SMS? And like, what, even if I were to say, okay, let's do it. How do I start? Um, what's the best place for people to start? Like, let's start on mindset. Why do I uh, get people in the right mindset? How do we start thinking about SMS? Why it's important? I would start off with, for those of you who are say already collecting email and not SMS, I would ask you this one question. Are you collecting email? If yes, great. The following question, then why aren't you collecting SMS? My thinking is if you're collecting email, might as well collect SMS. Um, there's not much barrier or if someone consents, that's great. If not, then we don't need them as you know, a customer. As far as strategy wise, what works really well is, you know, don't let everything get it too hard as far as the capture goes to set up a pop-up. If you have your email a pop-up, another step be collect your SMS as a pop-up. Um, that would be a great first step to start. So can you start collecting SMS phone numbers for SMS before you ever start really sending SMS on a regular basis? Does it, can I add SMS to my pop-ups today, even if I don't really have a strategy, I don't know what I might send in SMS? 100%. So consumers don't really care. Uh, they they'll give you their email, their phone number, and you can have start building that SMS list. Um, 
and and then build your strategy. I mean, ideally you have a strategy first, but it's okay to start collecting phone numbers. I'll say a little bit of both. Yeah. You are asking people, hey, put in your phone number. I do highly recommend have at least one point, you know, what what touch point, whether it be a long text. But if you, for example, are brand operator and you really don't have the time to set that up, um, at least have, say, a welcome series and at least have the banner card. And if you don't have room to do campaign ideas uh, month over month, sure, that may slide. They'll highly recommend the later down the line you have time. You well, know, use, really brainstorm what strategy you want for SMS, really brainstorm how lies you want to be in your welcome series, in your browser abandonment, in your other SMS flows. Um, so to answer your question, yes, you can collect the SMS and you know, have that bulk SMS to maybe two months or three months later down the line. But, you know, at the very least, have a point where it says, Hey, you know, thanks for signing up discount code, at least at the very least have that. Yeah. So welcome series, abandoned cart are kind of foundational pieces. Um, so that that's. And welcome series, I think uh, when uh, we as uh, email SMS marketers talk about like welcome flows and, um, you know, post-purchase flows and these like, or the use in the word series, it can sound like, oh gosh, I need multiple of these things. Um, what's like, I mean, a, a true welcome series, is it just deliver the coupon code or deliver on your promise of your opt-in and that's the whole thing? No, I, I wouldn't say so. Although... A good amount of brands, unfortunately, to this day, do have that type of strategy where it's like, hey, welcome, 15% off the next text. Hey, don't forget 15% off coupon code the next text. Um, hey, last day to clean your 15% off coupon code. So if if you kind of imagine it this way, what we do is we are very personalized in our welcome series, depending on the brand. If usually for brand to have a very strong founder presence or a very strong face of the brand. We love to play with that. Um, there's so much room to to play, to engage with the customer. And if you see our welcome series in the platform, it's like a entire Jenga piece of like, hey, you know, if this person does this keyword, they branch off to this text. If this person is just interested in this, they branch off to this text. Is that like those reply numbers things? Or is it... Um... Or like they just mention a particular keyword. Mm -hmm. So if they mention a particular keyword, then it was an unpersonalized text based off of that. Like for example, a body jewelry client who has, you know, in the world of body jewelry, there's so much, you know, there's yeah. the body jewelry, yeah, belly rings, you know, nipple rings, etc. And one person who buys a nipple ring will not necessarily buy a belly ring. So the talk to the person in which they want to be talked to you. Um, whether it be the tone or whether it be just the products you recommend. So the answer is, you know, all entirely up to you on how personalized you want to be. Just don't be the brand that does 15% off every single day and does that, you know, still these scammy reminders where immediately you'll get like a 10% off right up the first bat. Yeah, yeah. Is SMS only for delivering um, like product sales kind of stuff? Uh the discount code the here's the link to the products that you're you're asking for by responding or by uh key keyword linking are there other things that you can do with sms if 
if we want to, right? Like we have, kind of have that foundation, um, set up the abandoned car, all those things through SMS. Can we do other things through SMS or are consumers not quite ready for that? No, it doesn't need to. For some of the text we have, it's not necessarily, you know, thanks for replying with keyword. Here's the link to the current on the website. And it's more so like, maybe look sunny in this. How can I help you find this jewelry that you want? And it's very open ended. Um, it would go what would be important to have in place in the customer service team. Uh, we mm-hmm. do have brands, but additionally, you can use others. Platforms like Gorgeous or your own customer service team internally to respond to customer texts that way, which leads you to the next point. You know, really have, if you're sending SMS texts on emails, really have someone there to, it, it, it seems condescending, but like reply to the customer yeah. text messages. Uh, that would be very important. And I think a lot of brands, unfortunately, lack that. But um, I've seen increasingly more, but it, it does seem there's a lack of that in the space having uh someone who is focused on doing that replying and it could be i mean ideally someone who is working in support i guess it could really be anyone on the team if you're a solo founder and you're doing support and everything else you can do sms replies too um or uh, i've even heard of like the email team doing replies to uh those sms based messages you know, if it gets to a point of like, I need help with my order or something like that, then it goes to the support team. But uh, it can be really any mix of how you want to operate, just having the person on the other end when you're texting, because people do respond to text messages differently than they do email um, and and have a different expectation. Yeah. Yep. 100%. When I um, had my when I was a solar founder in my e-commerce brand, uh, I was doing crap, so I didn't have any money to you know, hire any customer service team. So I would be the one, you know, replying to texts at um, until like six or seven p.m. Along with doing other things as a founder. And you know, for those founders who are listening, you do great work. I know you're juggling a lot of things. I've been there. You're juggling SMS, juggling email, juggling ads, juggling inventory, juggling forecasting. Yes, it does seem daunting, you know, adding SMS onto the plate, but just know that your customers, whoever does consent, will appreciate you that you do want to talk to them and do want to send them offers and, you know, let them know new products that align because they're already excited about your product. You know, with another touch point of SMS, it's the thought that you're signing them. They've consented to, you know, want, you know, Nancy from Cowgirl Boots to send you text messages. So, yeah. Not not a bad idea to start, and you know, with with this podcast and with the online resource that you have at your hand, there's a lot of you know resources that you can intake. And if you don't, you know, have to access everything, that's fine. Um, you know, figure out yourself. Or so many resources are online. Yeah, uh, there there is definitely a wealth of information and almost like information overload for a lot of operators, and so. You know, the goal here is to be able to give people like one quick takeaway that they can go and do. It doesn't have to be a huge, um, you know, multi-day project. You don't have to hire a new person onto your team in order to accomplish what we're talking about in e-commerce marketing school. So I appreciate that uh, that tip to just like, hey, at bare minimum, just start collecting uh, 
phone numbers through a two-step opt-in form, um, you know, make that update to your opt-ins and uh, start collecting those phone numbers so that when you have uh, the time and, you know, strategy built out, you can, or if you have the time to like build your welcome flow or build that abandoned cart uh, flow, then you uh, have those numbers and you're ready to go. Um, you know, you can always leverage what you have, but you can't really send anything if you don't have numbers to send it to. So for people who have done all of that, they have the welcome flow, they have the occasional uh, product announcement text, they have the abandoned cart. What What's the kind of next level of SMS? Uh, what's something that they might not have thought about doing that's like your favorite thing to implement for your clients? The next level, oh, there's so many. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, I mean, again, like, this is a 15-minute podcast, so... Uh, Oh, you know, we can, we can talk all day and, and, and people can reach out to you and, and talk to you directly and, you know, uh, get a consulting call with you or whatever to kind of dive into the specifics for their business. And, uh, but I think like, I would love to understand, uh, from you either, what do you see most often that you're constantly like getting people, uh, you know, fixed on or, uh, and maybe this is like one answer for both, but so what do you see most often or what is your favorite thing to go into a brand and implement and they just go, wow, Connie, I'm so glad I hired you. I'd say a high level overview. I touched on this a little bit earlier. Um, just to expand out a little is being very personalized with your subscriber via flows, via campaigns, a good place to start is via the flows. If you have a brand right now and you're in your SMS platform looking at your flows, if you perhaps just see two texts for welcome series, you know, one text uh, for a branding card, well, that's the legal regulation, but my point is, you know, if you do just see a couple of texts per flow and you find that, you know, there's room for, say, more engagement and more revenue, then don't be shy on that in the welcome series. If you have something to say about your brand, whether it be a founder story, an origin story, what really stands you out from other brands is you chiming in and saying, for, for example, the second welcome check, the third welcome check saying, hey, you know, I am like Nancy, the same example, from Cowgirl Boots. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but here's my origin story and you know, we founded this a couple of years ago based off of our love and we want to share this with you and this may not be a huge revenue driving factor um granted sms that shouldn't be the main focus to drive revenue sure it is a focus but not the main focus but another focus is to be personalized to be uh, you know talk to your subscribers the way they want to be talked to your customer target demographic you know them very well so adding that founder's story you know, they reached out to you for a reason. They're subscribed to you for a reason. They bought from you for a reason. Knowing your founder's story, they'll understand more of you and be essentially glued to you after making that first purchase or when they're about to make that first purchase. So that is how, you know, it's just a small thing that you could do that you can implement tomorrow immediately where you could stand out from any other brand doing SMS out there. Include a little bit of yourself in there. 
Yeah. And it, I love that doing it through SMS because I think, you know, it's often given as advice to do that in email in like your welcome flow or something early on in the relationship with a new subscriber. But sometimes in e because we have like a bigger, uh, we have more space in email that can get really overwhelming of like, well, I'm going to tell this big long story in SMS. You can write a couple of sentences uh, on, you know, who you are, why you started this brand. And maybe, maybe you want to write more and you can put it on your blog, on your website, and you can invite them to come read some more through click a link and then they land on your website, which is always a good thing. Uh, but I, I, I like the SMS mode because it's like just kind of, it's quicker. You can just write it down, get it out there. It's like sending a tweet versus writing like a LinkedIn post, you know, it's like, that, I think that's the difference, right? Exactly. I agree. Instead of say something, instead of writing the entire copywriting that you wouldn't email in an entire SMS, it's like what you said, just add a little, you know, two or three sentences, then link to um, your blog post where they can find out more or link to your, say, brand founders who are super active on TikTok, say like here, you know, here's more behind the scenes if you want to see it and link to their TikTok. Yeah, your social is a great place to link on SMS. I've even seen people for those uh, one person operations, uh, you know, hey, I'm I'm Nancy, I own and run this brand, I'm a real person, and you can have reply and, uh, you know, tell me any questions you have. Or uh, I've seen people say, like, here's my favorite product, then, you know, that kind of thing. So you don't even have to go tell your whole origin story, but just kind of introduce yourself. Um, and create engagement and build build relationship and build trust uh, so that they want to keep you on their phone. <laughs> uh, you mentioned revenue from SMS. So I want to touch on that uh, for our operators who are kind of moving along with SMS. Do You said, you know, you, the focus of SMS isn't really revenue. So how do you think about performance in terms of SMS? How do you know it's working? Well, to touch on what I said earlier, I would say with SMS being a channel, the focus being revenue and engagement, I think they're both equally important. I wouldn't say one is more important than the other. Um, and as far as really driving that revenue, focusing in on you know the customer journey and mm -hmm. the flows and the campaigns really mixing in a strategy of promotional campaigns, you know, throughout the month, mixing in, you know, different, you know, other things such as educational campaigns, uh, giveaways, other things that you can implement that could lead to, you know, a revenue source for your SMS channel. So it's really in conjunction with the rest of the revenue that the business is bringing in, um, looking at how SMS, like when you had sent an SMS in regards to that product drop or that giveaway or whatever it was, uh, were there incremental gains or the, was there more revenue from that than if there, if you didn't send an SMS, you know, kind of running the, that kind of A-B test? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that could definitely work. At the end of the day, sending an SMS to engage subscribers is better than sending an SMS 
to to no one, right? And yeah, it's up to you to really calculate the ROI to see if it's worth it for you. Um, for many brands, it is, and it all comes down to nailing the right strategy. You know, doing the amount of copywriting that is you know, essential that doesn't go overboard with the credits, with the SMS credits. And sending at a certain time that will resonate with subscribers, segmenting to um, a certain number of subscribers as well. If you have all those in place, you'll likely get you know that revenue. Cool, um, Connie. I know that there's going to be a ton more questions. If people want to ask you more about segmenting, if they want to see examples of what you're talking about here, because I know you share so much on social. Um, where can people find you? Yeah, of course. On Twitter, you can find me at at Connie Sends. That's C-O-N-N-I-E-S-E-N-D-S. Kind of like send email and SMS. A little plan work there. Um, LinkedIn, you can find me on Connie Send. Instagram, Connie.send. And I'm on TikTok as well. I'm actually doing a 60-day TikTok video challenge where I talk all about email and SMS marketing. So if you want to tune in there, my TikTok is at Connie.Zen. Yeah, uh, Connie's TikToks are great for those quick hits of uh, things that can inspire you, but also give you really tactical uh, takeaways to go implement right now. So uh, what I took away today is we're going to, if we're not sending SMS, we're going to add collecting email or collecting phone numbers to our email opt-in. So we'll have a two-step opt-in start collecting phone numbers and build out welcome flow abandoned cart as like foundation. And if we already have all that, we're up and running, start to add more personalization and do a, um, hi, I'm the founder kind of thing or, uh, build in an opportunity for them to come check out your social channels or, um, create a little bit more, uh, relationships your SMS. So it doesn't feel so transactional. Uh, is that a fair summary of our homework from this lesson yes yes okay 100 excited cool. for everyone to do the homework yes me too uh and please come tell us how it's working out love to hear results from the show and uh keep on working away and connie i really appreciate you sharing with us and i love that you were an e-commerce founder too because i think it gives such a unique view that helps um uh, helps you in what you do, but also uh, helps you relate to the challenges that our our listeners are going through. So thanks for sharing everything you did today. Of course, Val. I appreciate you having me on here. It was a blast. All right, class, make sure you're subscribed to e-commerce marketing school and huge favor. If you hear an episode you love, please take two minutes to leave a review. With Privy, anyone can be a marketer. Simple, intuitive email and SMS marketing that drives real results without the complexity. And before I go, a special shout out to Triple Whale. E-commerce marketing school is now part of the Triple Whale podcast network. Triple Whale helps you easily manage and automate analytics, attribution, merchandising, forecasting, and more in the palm of your hand. Check them out by scheduling a demo today.